Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. There's a tweet uh, from Ukraine's president, Volodymyr Zelensky, and uh, translated. It uh, reads, spoke to at Justin Trudeau, thanked for the continued powerful defense support, reiterated that the international position on sanctions must be principled after the terrorist attacks in Venetia, Mikolaev, Shazivyar, etc., the pressure must be increased, not decreased. So, the issue, of course, has to do with Canada maintaining and returning Russian gas turbines to the Kremlin via Germany. And that has uh, caused great concern to Ukraine, and the President has expressed that concern clearly to the Prime Minister. And uh, we're joined now by the Ukrainian Ambassador to Canada, Yulia Kovalev. Ambassador Kovalev, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you for inviting me today. Would you please uh, expand a little on uh, on your President's tweet, suggesting that uh, the, the sanctions, the pressure must be increased, not decreased. What is the, the broad message to this country, to this country's government, from your government? First of all, uh, I would like to remind and commemorate the memory of the victims of MH17, uh, the, uh, which died eight years ago, over 298 passengers uh, and victims of this horrific Russian attack that happened the eight years ago. And since that time, uh, we see not only the full-fledged Russian war against Ukraine, but also uh, on the last two weeks, uh, Russia was continuing attacking the civilian cities throughout all of the country. And uh, just for the last week, uh, there were uh, 108 civilian people, including children, who died from the Russian missiles. They, they came uh, and they were hitting civilian buildings, residential buildings, ha- uh, hospitals, and other places throughout the country. And we, uh, we do believe that all the world has full evidence that Russia is committing the uh, terroristic attacks. On, on Ukrainians throughout the country. And, uh, of course, looking at all of this, uh, we do believe that Russia needs to be punished. And, first of all, by the severe sanctions. And that's why the position of Ukraine remains, uh, as declared by the president, that taking into account all this horror that Russia is doing for, for since February 24th, but also since 2014, when Russia invaded and occupied Crimea and eastern territories of Ukraine, uh, the sanction pressure needs to be increased because Russian economy, and especially these uh, sanctions in the energy sector, that need, they need to be strong enough uh, because we do know, and I think the world knows, that Russia is using the uh, money flow from export their oil and gas to to, to the countries of the world and including mainly to European countries uh, to uh, finance the war in Ukraine, to finance this horror what all Ukrainians uh, are feeling for, for these months of the war and particularly on these last two weeks of the horror that everybody felt.
Ambassador, is it your sense that Vladimir Putin will consider the fact that Canada is releasing these turbines to Germany, which will then release them to Russia, is it your sense that uh, Vladimir Putin considers this to be a victory and perhaps shows some fragility as far as the sanctions are concerned? Uh, Vladimir Putin, uh, 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 I don't know like what, what Vladimir Putin would think, but any of the steps that release the sanctions and any of the attempt to plea uh, Putin and Russian army will be used for the further steps of both attacking Ukraine, but also uh, for uh, supporting him the war. Because any of the steps that uh, that uh, back the the sanctions, back the sanction pressure, is considered uh, the another way of uh, Russians gaining another strength to to move on the war. So. We have been from the very, even before the war started, if, uh, if we call a few weeks before the war, the President Zelensky's speech on the Munich Security Con uh, Conference, where President Zelensky called for preventive sanctions on Russia, uh, unfortunately, these sanctions were not imposed. And then the war started. So we do believe that the sanctions need to be Harder and uh, all our uh, partners and allies, all the democratic world, would, would need to move, move forward with more severe sanctions to block the ability of Russian war machine uh, to prolong the war. Because this war, and because Russia is using many tools uh, actually to weaponize the influence of the war, not only on Ukraine, but, or, but to the other countries including the food security and including the energy security and the energy prices. Yeah, Madam Ambassador, the Canadian government, as you know, argues it is firmly supportive of Ukraine and the release of the gas turbines was done out of necessity to safeguard European allies from a natural gas shortage this coming winter. But I understand, and please correct me if I'm wrong, but there were other options to get Russia's natural gas to Germany. In fact, didn't your government offer Ukraine's facilities to transport gas from Russia to Germany? Um, yes, we do understand that uh, Russia has been uh, using energy as a weapon for many years, including the, the increasing influence uh, of uh, Russia and terror, Russia, Russian terrorism on the energy sector to, to Europe. Russia built Nord Stream 2, which has been sanctioned when the war started. Uh, and actually, Russia is already a part of all the pipes, all, all the pipelines that go directly, that deliver gas from Russia to European countries, except one. There is only one pipeline where Russia has no stake. It is the Ukrainian pipe. And Russia, for many years, were trying with their disinformation uh, to blackmail Ukrainian capacity to deliver gas to Europe. Uh, and Ukrainian pipeline, the pipeline which is owned uh, by Ukrainian government, is able to deliver the needed volumes of gas uh, from Russia to Europe. And uh, we as Ukraine are committed and are ready to provide all of the needed uh, facilities and all of the needed capacities to deliver this gas and not to allow Putin 
another time to blackmail and to threaten with gas disruption to Europe. And that was our proposal from Ukraine to both Canada and to our European partners. You're very disappointed in Canada, I take it. Uh, I think that uh, we do believe that this uh, decision, which was named as uh, revocable, with hearing the arguments of Ukraine, uh, that there still could be the the room for uh, for revocal of this waiver to supply turbines. Uh, actually, these turbines are not supplied to, to Germany because everybody understands that these turbines will end up in Russia. And allowing Russia to blackmail uh, the delivery to Europe. Because there is no guarantee that even if turbines will come to Russia, that Russia still will not stop supply of the gas to European countries. Yeah, that's an important point. There is no guarantee that Russia and Putin will direct natural gas to Germany or any European country even after they receive the turbines. There's no guarantee the Russians will do that. Madam Ambassador, let me ask you some uh, some other questions about what's going on in your country now. And I understand that the Russians are using, firing as many as 20,000 uh, shells and missiles at, within your country, within Ukraine, on a daily basis. How uh, how are you holding up in this, uh, this weekend? I understand it's been particularly difficult. Uh, yes, unfortunately, Russia is now... Uh, fully terrorizing all the Ukrainian territories. So just for the last two weeks, um, they hit the residential building in Chasivyar, uh, where 47 people died just sitting and living in their homes, um, just raising their children. And once, at one moment, uh, the missile uh, hit this building, and half of the building just fully destroyed. And just imagine, 47 people died at one second uh, in Vilnitsia. That is the city 800 kilometers from the uh, from the uh, fighting line on the on the east of Ukraine. The missile so, uh, hit a very center of the city, where just the families were working. Uh, the people were in the hospital in a diagnostic clinic. So, uh, as of today, 24 people died including a four-year girl uh, with the um, Down syndrome that was just on the way with her mother uh, to, a, uh, to a doctor just to teach how to talk. You imagine how many Ukrainian kids already died within this war. And Putin, with, with this attack, is trying to terrorize the country. He is trying to hit the people uh, and to, to show this Clearness among Ukrainians. But if, on the contrary, the people are holding the line, the soldiers are holding and effectively using a, a broad support, uh, the broad military support uh, that came from all, all our countries and allies, including the Canada, holding the line uh, in Ukraine. But of course, uh, that is very scareful for a lot of people, especially if we look on, on the uh, perspective of September, October, when Ukrainian kids will need to go to school. And now the country is preparing to organize the educational uh, process in the way that it will be secured, in the way that each school will have a protection, in the way when the uh, 
alarms comes about the potential missile attack, the children will have a safe place to go. This is also a huge challenge uh, inside the country to all of the Ukrainians. But we are holding in line uh, and uh, with the broad support of our allies and uh, the big support of uh, Canada and Canadian government, uh, the country, the bravery of Ukraine uh, remains in a very high level and we are going to further protect our sovereignty and our uh, territorial integrity. You're an amazing country and an amazing people. You have not, uh, you have not shrunk from the Russian invasion, and you're you're fighting um, absolutely honorably and uh, very very much supportive of what uh, your country is doing and how you're standing up against the invasion by Putin. Let me ask you, please, about the grain harvest. Do you expect grain from Ukraine, which millions of people around the world are depending on? Do you expect grain from Ukraine will begin to move out of the Black Sea ports under an agreement perhaps brokered by Turkey? Is that likely? So this is another evidence of two different uh, countries with two different approaches. Since Russia is threatening and blackmailing Europe uh, with the disruption of the gas supply and gas which they have, Ukraine understanding how much other countries and how much millions of people uh, need the Ukrainian food. We are desperately trying to increase the volumes of export of Ukrainian grains to the market. So we already managed to uh, partly to uh, relocate the um, exports of grains through the western border, which still is not enough. And we are ready and very open uh, to negotiate a, a secure line of the export of Ukrainian harvest uh, to the global market. So this is just to, to understand two different approaches was the terroristic country, Russia, which is blackmailing and threatening Europe, and Ukraine, which is open and trying our best uh, to, to provide more food to the global market. And, and that is also the important to say how brave are Ukrainian farmers. They've managed to, to plant uh, about 70% of all of the territories, despite the risks of mines. Despite of the stolen grain, despite of the destroyed uh, uh, grain, uh, grain storage, uh, but uh, our farmers are working hard to get the new harvest, and not only to get them to the limited storages, which, which because of Russian attacks, uh, partly were destroyed, but also uh, Ukraine is actively taking part in the negotiations, uh, which take part took part last week in. Uh, in Turkey to find the secure way to deliver this grain to, uh, to the global market. Because we do understand how much the countries, over 40 million of people around the world, uh, need Ukrainian for grain. And how much the affordable food for them is essential to, uh, to keep on their lives. Yeah. Um, just to conclude, Ambassador, your country and your president, Mr. Zelensky, in communication with Mr. Trudeau, our prime minister earlier today, we don't know exactly what the exchange was, we haven't found out yet, but we have seen a tweet from uh, your president in which he calls for increased sanctions, not uh, decreasing the sanctions, not providing any opportunity for Putin to sense some, some kind of victory. And your message to the Canadian government again, Ambassador, is what? So the... Uh, this, there are the, still the areas where we uh, 
uh, this in discussion with all our partners and allies in terms of the increase of the sanction pressure. First of all, it's coming to the banking sector because we do think that all of the Russian banks need to be switched from, from the SWIFT. There is another important thing, which is, uh, which is to minimize and actually to cut any energy uh, imports from uh, Russian oil and gas, uh, especially to Europe. We do understand how much European, uh, some European countries were um, uh, using uh, Russian gas and independency was created for many, many years before. And there is a big challenge for them to do it in a quicker way. But as it comes to, for example, to the turbine issue, we as Ukraine are ready to provide alternatives. And we, are, we do care about the energy security of our partners as well. That's why even, for example, of this uh, turbine, we propose the alternative, understanding how, uh, understanding the issues in terms of the energy supply of our partners are. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.